Welcome. Welcome to the Better Than Yesterday Everyday Podcast, where we cover anything related to behavior change that will increase your long-term wellness and happiness. And now, here are your hosts, personal trainer and RNs, Matt and Jenna Lane. What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to the Better Than Yesterday Everyday Podcast. My name is Matt. And I'm Jenna. And we also have... Me again. We just, we, <laughs> we, we, we can't keep them off this thing. We just, we love having you on. Dude, I've had a bunch of feedback from the previous podcast uh, on the IG posts. Everybody's like, we just love hearing Josh talk. So you are, uh, you are well loved, sir. Glad to be back. Absolutely. Thanks for being Pleasure. back. Um, if you're new to this show, uh, we're all about implementing behavior change for your long-term wellness and happiness. Josh here, Josh Kirsch is, is my personal trainer. I am also a personal trainer and both Jenna and I are registered nurses. So today is, is something that, it's something that happened. I started powerlifting. I feel like I changed the, the time frame all the time, but I, I think it was in September, November. That's around Thanksgiving. Around Thanksgiving uh, of 2019, Josh here has been taking me through the ropes. I, you know, I'm definitely not, I think, proficient in powerlifting. That's his world. That's, you know, the man would die on a platform. That's that's where he loves to be. And today, I want to talk about. I had a I had an injury that was basically a flare up of an old injury, and what this means. I went and saw a neurosurgeon, and what I got back. Uh, Josh and I haven't talked about it. He has no idea. Jenna and I, she went to we, me. Yeah, we haven't talked about it either. I was at the appointment. Yeah. Um, we exchanged some looks. looks. That was about it. And so obviously she was there. We haven't talked about it. And the reason is, is because I was like, listen, certainly I can't just have this situation happen and not document it. Of course, I have to document my entire life. But the reason is because I think it will bring value to the audience. And um, I think it's a good thing to document. So yeah. at the top of every show, we hit you with our gratitude point. This gratitude point is something that uh, should shift your perspective. You know, if you're down in the dumps, if you think of something that you're grateful for, it should shift that perspective. I'll go first and I'll tell you that I'm very happy to not be sick. Uh, usually I make mine very long and drawn out, but you know, like when you're in the heat of being sick, you got a sore throat or mm -hmm. whatever, mm -hmm. it just sucks. You're like, I just can't, can I just get back to not being sick? You never really appreciate it when you're fully healthy. No, you know, when your nose isn't running, you never take for granted the time. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I thought about that and I was like, God, that I'm glad I'm, I'm not sick. So knock on wood, Jenna. Yeah. Uh, Matt, take your vitamins, stay away from the public now that yeah. you've jinxed yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Appreciate that. <laughs> Um, Jenna? Um, so I just want to say, because I started the day uh, thinking, complaining thoughts about it, so I want to change my perspective and say that I'm grateful for sore muscles. Yay. Um, if okay. you, I don't know if they're going to be able to hear this in the background or not, but right now the dogs are drinking water. Uh -huh. Can you hear it, that? It is oh, yeah. so loud. It's really loud, but I think the compression, I think we'll be good. So go ahead. Um yeah, I'm, I'm thankful for sore muscles. So the last couple of days, uh, we've had a, a several days off of work. We're in between jobs. And so um, my uh, extreme adulting uh, lane addition <laughs> is uh, pressure washing basically the entire house. So I've spent uh, like, I don't know, six hours maybe in the last couple of days pressure yeah. washing the driveway and the... Is that um, why it looks so good? Yeah, yeah, it looks really good, right? I swear to God, I like turned in and I like... I know which house is yours, and I'm looking at it. And I'm like, wait, hold on. the The truck also might have thrown me off like yeah, a little true, bit, true. but I was like, wait, yeah, that's 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 theirs. Yeah, this yeah. house doesn't look like garbage. Am I at the right place? Yeah, <laughs> we used to be like the mossy house, yeah. <laughs> and um, our driveway is in fact not green. Yes, much better. <laughs> so, that's good. That's really um, nice. And I have a bunch more to do, and I'm I'm excited about spending more time outside yeah. and doing that. But um, I just wanted to change my perspective of. I'm grateful for some time off and the opportunity to make our house not look like uh, we live in the side of a hill. And the sore muscle. Yes. Yeah. All right, Josh, if you got a gratitude point, hit, hit us with it, bro. Man, of course I do. Of course I do. Uh, man, I'm happy, grateful, whatever, <laughs> uh, to be strong. Um, I have strong bones. Um, my grandmother got admitted to the hospital this morning. Yeah. Uh, she fell late last night and fractured her clavicle and her hip bone. And, I mean, I could fall out of this chair right now and would be 
fine. Like yeah. I'd pop back up and be like, oh, that sucked. Yeah. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm thankful I have strong, healthy bones. Yep. I don't have a, you know, I'm not at a fall risk. Yeah, exactly. Thankful for that. Yep. Yeah. And I, I think what a lot of people miss is, you know, I think, and this is no shade towards your grandmother, but um, because it's a population that is just, that's just what it is. That's what happens, you know? Yeah. But I think because of a lack of strength training, because of a lack of uh, nutrition and really activity, mm-hmm. I mean, that is absolutely why osteoporosis and, mm-hmm. you know, all these fractures happen, mm-hmm. especially in the elderly community. I mean, even look at look at that generation and that time frame and what fitness was and the, the knowledge and, you know, information mm-hmm. that was out there, first yeah. of all, on fitness yep. was slim to none in you know the the 30s to 50s yep. you know it, mm-hmm. it was right around that time that it, it kind of started picking up with bodybuilding and yep. then you know probably within the last 10 15 years is when really the uh, the flood of information and everything new yep. development wise mm-hmm. has, has come out well there was a point in time and i won't pretend to know the dates of when this was but there was a point in time where doctors actually advised against uh strength training heavy lifting they said it was actually detrimental mm-hmm. for the body yep well, and at that time, it very well could have been because the body mechanics and all of that information wasn't well known. Yeah, but but I think it was an, like an overlying theme of yeah. like, this is bad for you. You know, I wonder if these were the same doctors that were like, hey, cigarettes are healthy for you. You should smoke camels. Very, yeah, very. How, right. how the, how the yeah. times have changed. The ones sitting at the nurse's station smoking yep. and mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. How the turntables have turned. Yeah. Okay, Michael. Yep. So I will, I'll, I'll dive into this now and I'm, I'm actually going to pull up a little something, something for Josh to look at. Um, went to the neurosurgeon after two and a half months, he think, was that about how long it's been? Yeah. It was, I was having yeah. the pain and yeah. about eight, nine weeks. Yeah. So it was a while, um, was training with, with Josh and, um, you know, powerlifting obviously is just brand new to me. And I just started having this this pain in my, in my back, which way back in the day, I had a C6 compression fracture. Um, and I had numbness and tingling then. And it, this, I hadn't felt any numbness and tingling ever since that initial injury. And it finally started coming, coming back. Like I thought it was my, my back. I thought it was my neck. I wasn't sure. It was a lot of knots. And I was like, I I need to stretch and I need to, I started doing like all the things, all the mobility Mm -hmm. pieces, uh, anti-inflammatories, ice, heat, stem, just went to therapy, physical therapy. Like I was really trying to do all the things I could to rehab it. And I finally started getting numbness and tingling. Um, and I remember you said, man, that's, that's neuro. And of course it's neuro. I've, I've had it before. And that's just a telltale sign that it's neuro. But, a what? Huh? A what? It's a telltale sign. So moving on. Um, Jenna says it's telltale. I don't believe that it's telltale. So it started to worry me when this wouldn't go away. And uh, luckily, uh, Josh's significant other is a physical therapist and I, I, I was just talking to her one morning at the gym and I was like, you know, I've been having this going on. And she said, well, what are your symptoms? How are you feeling? And then I just randomly, I was like, oh, this probably doesn't mean anything. But I told her, yeah, I've, I've noticed it every now and then I'll put my arm up over my head, like when I'm driving, when I'm sleeping and it's unintentional. And she was like that, that, that's, that's a herniated disc. Mm-hmm. That is a, she called it right there. And when she said that, I was like, mm, all right, I, I think, I think I really need to pursue like imaging and all that long story short went to my primary doctor uh, went to the neurosurgeon before i actually saw the neurosurgeon i had this mri done and i'm now showing josh the actual uh the actual mri itself and in this i'm pretty sure i'm going to include it in the thumbnail uh, but you you will have clicked on this and you saw what you're looking at there, Josh, is C6, C5, and you can see the the obvious, you know, herniation and um, swelling. Now, this swelling on this image is actually, I believe it's much more reduced because I was having very little pain, having very little mm-hmm. numbness and tingling when this when this was going yeah. on. Um, you know, I would say I was almost asymptomatic. And it's still, I mean... It's There's a, like an obvious. It's a good little bit, right? Yeah, I, I don't know how to read like X-rays. Let me make that very clear. Right. I know like what the human anatomy sure. should look like, and this is not how. <laughs> That's it not it. Yeah. Know? So, um, so I didn't see that until I went and saw Dude, this. It, even, it looks like half the disc is just gone. I know. Like it's just it's absolutely like 
Yeah, this is crazy. Yeah. Now, and I will say this, I did know that I have degenerative disc disease. Mm -hmm. okay. Now yeah. I do have degenerative disc disease. I knew uh -huh. that. Yeah. Um, but when I saw this, it was like, hmm. long story short, I was speaking with their neurosurgeon and I, you know, I was going to this neurosurgeon, like, how do I get better? What do I need to do? I was honestly thinking I need a steroid pack. I think that's going to help the inflammation. Um, this is going to be a one-time thing. Let's, let's move on. But I asked, you know, how quickly can I get back to lifting? I'm, I'm a power lifter and oh, I, I, I can't even say it. I still can't even say it that I'm, I'm not a power lifter. I, I have been, I wasn't going to call you out. Yeah. I'm not a power lifter, but I have been power lifting. I'm yes. very, and I did say, you know, I'm very into fitness wellness. That's my thing. And, um, like any neurosurgeon, of course, she said, well, you know, you don't need to be, you mm -hmm. don't need to be picking up anything heavy. I would expect nothing less. And I, yeah. I respect a neurosurgeon's opinion without a doubt. Mm -hmm. I will take it with a bit of a grain of salt, knowing that this neurosurgeon is speaking from, I think, uh, first and foremost for the patient, yeah. but also a liability standpoint. 100%. I think, um, also I think it depends on how well well versed that neurosurgeon is because the question back was all right so what is powerlifting and I had to actually explain powerlifting is and correct me if I'm wrong but powerlifting is moving the most amount of weight as safely and as efficiently as possible one time would you agree with that uh, more or less yeah yeah a basic definition yeah. you know because her her first response was uh, is that crossfit so <laughs> you know there's very limited knowledge of that so that's why I say I take it with a grain of salt and I tell you the audience Doctors are ungodly intelligent, of course. This is a neurosurgeon. They, they know their stuff. Yeah. But doctors don't know everything. No. So that leads me to this conversation today of what, you know, what needs to happen moving forward. You know, what decisions do I need to make? What considerations are there? Um, I will say that the human body is incredible and can recover from a lot. You and I, Josh, we talked mm -hmm. about... Um, people that you know that have been through cancer that continued to power lift, uh, you know, I've, what the um, West Side Barbell and, you know, how all, yeah, how, you know, he broke his back and continued Twice. to power lift. And um, I believe that it's possible to do it, but you correct me if I'm wrong, looking at that, knowing that it's degenerative, knowing that, and I asked her, I said, what's going to happen if I continue to do it? She said, it's going to happen again. And I, I do believe that, mm -hmm. you know, um, and this is the first time in my life I've ever been told, basically, you have limitations. You know, I've been told that I'm not saying it's 100 yeah. percent. She's dead right. All yeah. that. But it's the first time that it's been said and that I've seen an image and I've felt something. You know, there's there's been obvious limitations. So I, I really wanted to, like, open this up because I knew I knew you would have thoughts on it. Of course, I know you have thoughts on it. Um, I know that these are going to be different differing opinions um, of this <laughs> and there's some points that I also want to make about why would I continue or why not continue so I want to hear what you have to say first Jenna because I think this is going to come from a much different place than Josh obviously yeah. uh, so my opinion is not a no for powerlifting but I want you to be I mean looking at that image that protects your spine. It's a big deal. <laughs> you don't live in general with a, a an injury that high up. Um, not just, you know, leg weakness or arm weakness or whatever. Like, that's such a high up injury if you were to damage your spinal cord. Um, that spine has to get you through, like, at least 50 more years. Yeah. And... Um, that's going to be tough. Yeah. Um, that being said, you can't live your life by limitations. Um, you just, I feel like you just need to be extra careful and very aware of your body and know that it's probably going to take you longer to get somewhere physically than someone without an injury. And, you know, so... I feel like when someone says, and I totally, I, I agree with what you're saying. I agree with the most of what you're saying, but I feel like when someone says, you know, you got to be extra careful, you got to be extra, like, it's almost like it's just said because you know how I am. And, you know, anybody that has any sort of, I think, passion for, 
either a mental or a physical physical progression. I think that's what really what we're talking about here. For a physical progression, there's definitely a certain amount of intensity that you have to bring, and that intensity, um, you know, brings risk. And Josh and I, we talked about this, and I'm going to open the floor up to you here in a minute. But Josh and I talked about it a long time ago. I would much rather get hurt trying to get stronger or building myself rather than getting hurt being weak. Mm-hmm. You know, I, housewives and not to call housewives out, anyone can throw their back out, so to speak, or herniate a disc picking up 10 pounds if you just do it the wrong way, if you twist the wrong way. Yeah, you can throw your back out, quote unquote, throw your back out sleeping. I know people who have herniated discs in their back from sneezing the wrong way. And so what Amanda said, your uh, Josh's uh, significant other, um, she was saying a lot of people walk around with a herniated disc without even realizing. I didn't know that. Yep. I did not know that. So everything that was just said, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. So kind of my first thought or question, I guess, is what was the doctor's response to, well, what can we do? Cause there's gotta be a, yeah. you know, uh, you know, surgery is an option, obviously not the best option. Yeah. Um, you know, there's gotta be a steroid pack, um, stem cells, NADs, uh, you know, there's gotta be some kind of therapy therapy. So yeah, some kind of something they can do Yep. once that is power, continuing powerlifting is still a yes. Like from my standpoint, obviously like it's going to be a, yeah, we can still do it now is the, the question, you know, cause we had a original, uh, not even planned. We had talked about you doing a competition in June, like this year coming up. Yeah. Uh, is that still feasible? Possibly. Yeah. I would maybe prolong it another year. Um, continue to lift, continue to do certain things, obviously not comp lifts, comp, you know, squat bench dead, but variations of that build the neck back up, do the therapy, do the shots, whatever, the plan is, you know, obviously come that, that, I guess that's my thing as, sure. you know, a, a trainer and a friend, like come up with a plan. What, like, what's the plan? What's the doctor plan? What's the map plan? Yeah. Can we merge the two? How do you, how does that make you feel? What he just said? Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah, I do too. Um, and I think being careful doesn't just include the amount of weight that you're lifting. It's your form. It's your, your load and deload and all of that. Good job, stuff. man. That was actually yeah. really good. That was pretty good, Learning man. Very terms. nice. I have no idea what they mean. But <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. Um, but, you know, I mean, just like not arching your back the correct way or putting your neck forward and it should be back yeah. or whatever. Like all of those things that, um, you know, the average person would just wake up the next day and be like, oh, I tweaked my neck. Like that's going to be much more significant for you yeah. because you don't have that support anymore like your muscle has to you know compensate for your lack of you know stability yeah Yeah. i mean so it's important for you to keep moving and stay strong um but also be just hyper aware i guess is more of the correct term that i'm trying to use than careful and real quick just a i don't want you to think that like when we're in there it's never not careful I can almost guarantee you that the start of this or the flare up of this was not a top set or was even anything close to his, you know, quote unquote max effort. More than likely it was a warm up set with like 135, 185, yeah. 225, something that you can pick up that you feel like I've picked this up a thousand times. It's not even heavy, it's not hard. Yeah. I'm just gonna pick it up because it's part of my warm up and it's I gotta do it to warm up to get up to what I'm trying to do. Well, mm-hmm. and it, yeah, and so um, did I cut you off? No, no, no. Okay. That was- so <laughs> and for anybody that's new and doesn't know like my story, um, I have a I have a YouTube channel called Matt Lane Fitness, and I've actually I've been documenting it. Uh, I did the the powerlifting vlog where I sort of started this out, and it's sort of taking you through the journey. I'm actually there's not that many episodes because of this injury, um, but I started out uh, bodybuilding. It was much it was much less of I want to get stronger, um, and I I wanted to dive into the world of powerlifting a because I I saw like the community and the uh, progression of one's physical uh come on matt progression of the the physical body and what Mm. you can do with it i got to the point where i was really tired of all right do i look pretty Uh, now don't get it twisted i still have some of that that's still always at at the at my heart of that progression of muscle and aesthetics and all that but i got tired of it and wanted to see what can i physically do um for me it's been so much more of the progression than necessarily 
what weight did I hit? Um, now, your question back uh, a minute ago was what what was the treatment offered? Like what was, yeah. and because yeah, I thought steroid pack that's going to help that'll take down the inflammation. She said honestly, you know, at this point it's not really going to help. She said, I'll write it for you, but it's not going to help because it's not in the acute phase. You know, I told her it's definitely better. Um, and you know, when she said that, I was like, yeah, that's probably very accurate. Um, the very next thing she said was, we'll send you to a pain management specialist. And, and, and I want to say, I want to say I have nothing against pain management. If that's what you need, I'm not shaming pain management, but here's the but deal. How many people really fucking need it. But here's the deal. I, I had pain, but it was because of what was going on. That pain has pretty much since subsided mm -hmm. because I've, I've backed off on everything. And for me, that's not fixing it. That's, that's a, not, that's a which I know we can't, yeah. I know we can't fix it at this point. You're right. It's a bandaid. It's not a long-term solution. What you said was maybe we need to go longer than six months now or mm -hmm. four months now. Maybe we need to go to a year of building. And you know, that is how you, improve on this situation. Mm -hmm. And that's why I wanted to document this was I think when people get hit with this situation or something similar or hell, even anything in life like this, it's very easy to turn and run away. Yeah. Or take the easy way or the, take the easy quick, way out. Quick fix. And that's so not, that's so not what you should do if you're trying to, I think, progress either as a human or physically. And, um, you know, I will admit that looking at this MRI, I, I kind of questioned like, what am I going, what am I going to do moving forward? And it made me ask the question, what is powerlifting to me? What is bodybuilding to me? What is fitness to me? You know, am I the type of person that would be happy having an aneurysm on a platform like Josh has literally said, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, am I willing to die on a platform? And I can, I can comfortably tell you that that is not me. I am not, I am not in love to the extent of what powerlifting is to you. Mm. And, you know, I think, I think you might've been able to pick up on that. Like oh, yeah. I, for the, for the record, I do have plans on competing. Mm. I want to compete. Um, you know, and I, we talked about that a little while ago and it's, um, to me, what powerlifting is, is a competition with yourself and what I am able to do, mm -hmm. you know, am I able to get up every single morning and go do what, do what most won't do, you know, to, and of course, some of that is picking up heavy weight. It's, it's yeah. fucking fun, yeah. you know, <laughs> and fun. you know, uh, there, you know, there is a little bit of animalistic, uh, piece to it for me, but, um, I say that to say, you know, I can't say dying on a platform is me, but I think for the rest of my life, I will have a piece of powerlifting with me. I think that it's it's done so much for me. It's opened my eyes, and I, I appreciate it so much. Um, so that was another reason why I wanted to have you on to talk about this because I feel like it was it was almost like a a bit of a coming out party of like, <laughs> this is what it is. But I feel like too, if you, I'm not saying like you're gonna do this, but if you just decide like, all right, I'm I'm done with powerlifting. I'm not gonna compete. I'm not gonna get a platform. You're gonna regret that decision for the rest of your life because that that what if piece is always gonna be there. Yep. Like, I obviously I don't want you to hurt yourself. Sure. Okay. Like. But if come meet day, you're trying to hit a PR on something and your net goes like, yep. are you going to be that upset? Because inevitably it's going to happen, whether yes. it's, it's then or whether it's in, you know, 10, five years, whenever yep. the degeneration goes too far. Yeah. What did stem cells ever come up? Did that, that even get Absolutely into it? Absolutely not. No. Why? Pain management was the, the only thing that was offered. Then they, they, they give me a list of who I needed to go see. And then they, they wanted me to get a flexion and an extension x-ray just to. Yeah. So there's more steps that need to be done for final, which I think even if you're like, I feel better, you need those flexion extension x-rays for the future to see uh, yeah. your yeah. progression Reference of your degeneration. Point. I agree. But here's the thing. All that was really said was flexion and extension x-rays and then pain management. The reason they're doing those, those x-rays is to show pain management, to give them the full, the full scope of what's going on. Not necessarily. I mean, because you're doing the flexion extension to see, is the MRI is not showing the different... That's a good point, yeah. Um, ...views. It's just a, a stationary view of your spine. There was nothing more besides pain management. There was nothing else mentioned. There was nothing. Um, and I, I... It's unfortunate because I'm a proactive person, and I, I, I luckily have a, a 
a lot of medical knowledge and wellness knowledge, knowing that there are other options, other options that I'm not even aware of, but I know there are options and it's yeah. unfortunate for someone else that goes in there that has the it same issue matter. or similar issue. That's it. Yeah. They start pain management, they're screwed and they're hooked for life. They're, they're hooked for life now. And I, you know, I say that to say we actually do have a few people that watch the podcast that have pain management, um, in their life and it's helped but i know a lot of people that have had pain management and it's it's been even worse yeah, it's like uh, not trying to blanket statement everyone on pain management right. but the majority of people that get on pain management aren't supposed to be on it in the first place right it's just a doctor throwing them a script and and you know you know that that's not to the point of what you absolutely need at this point i mean i think they're there for a good reason for a specific group of people sure um but I don't think that you're in quite in that category yet. And However, being reminded that you are a step away, it's already being recommended that you go to pain management. It's already being told to you that it's not an if, it's a when you will need surgery. And so that's up to you as far as how quickly you wear down your spine that rest of the way. Yeah. Um, so just keep that in mind. Yeah. And, and I also know you, I'm sorry to interrupt you, no. that if I were to come in and just say, um, I don't think you should yeah. do this at all anymore, that would make you try to like go to the next competition and win well, and die on the platform just to <laughs> prove a point. Well, and, uh, you know, little... <laughs> Matt's ADD moment, everyone. Um, I think that's a really important point. If you're in a relationship or if it's not a relationship, maybe it's a parent, a spouse, a, a whatever, someone in your life. I think it's a very important point that you just made that I think a lot of people do is they immediately throw out a fearful, uh, judgmental, oh my God, thing that totally turns me off. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's a very intelligent move on your part knowing that you're you come at it supportive not um confrontational so mm -hmm. big ups to you on that i think that's important to, to point out but i've learned my lesson yeah been around the block it's been 85 yes. years yes <laughs> josh with the yeah. josh with the time references he nailed it Thank you. Thank you. 85 years um so again that that's um that's what today is and so it started making me think like let's say that i do compete and now, before we get there, I think that if I don't compete, you're right. You know, there's going to be a day I'll look back at it and be like, damn, I never tried. I, I think I told you I was two hours away from stage time for my first bodybuilding competition. Mm -hmm. I, I did not do it. Yep. Two hours before stage time. Guess how much I regret it? A whole lot. Not one damn bit. Really? Now, I'll tell you why. Because I knew. I knew without it, any, I knew with every bit of me uh -huh. that that was not my life. But did you know that from the get-go? I, I felt like it. I had a friend that was highly encouraging for me to do it. Okay. The cut process, mm -hmm. I didn't mind that because yeah. I've done that before for photo shoots and all that. Yeah. But it was the environment. Okay. It was the comparing myself to the next person next to me. And but, but see, you, you saw that like down the road. Like yeah. you saw that, you kept doing it that feeling kept growing, growing, yeah. growing, growing, growing. It got just darker and it's, darker. It's never been like that in any aspect, at least what, from what you told me as far as powerlifting is concerned. Like you've never the had, exact opposite. You've never had a thought of like, this is not really something I wanted. Like granted there's yeah certain things you don't want to do like sure. in training, but because it sucks, right. but, you know, whatever. You're not like, <laughs> no. I, I'm not doing this. The exact opposite. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and, uh, you know, I think that's a, because it's a progression of me, like I said, competing with myself, um, God, that's so corny, but it's so damn true. Yeah. And then the community, mm -hmm. the community, it's just, uh, you know, it's so inviting, you know, at the bar you expect, you know, you expect a bunch of big burly dudes to be assholes and that's yeah. so not what it is. I didn't close. I mean, we all kind of look like assholes, but yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's, Such, an, I don't know. Like I can't, the, by, the, I will, I by will the way, say, the bar is the gym that, that we both train at. Yeah. The bar is strength and conditioning in Milton. It's not a, yeah. A, you know, alcoholic pub. Place. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like there, there are, I will say this, there are people, there are assholes that come into the gym oh, yeah. that try to, you know, they come in and think they're just hot shit sure. out the gate and sure. they leave real quick. Uh, yeah. Like, they, they don't stick around. And that's every you, damn gym. We were talking about planet fit. Out. We were talking about planet fitness, um, in one of the lives the other night about that community piece and how, mm -hmm. you know, those people are everywhere. It doesn't matter what gym you're in, mm -hmm. you know? 
So, yeah. But anyway, long story short, I still do want to compete. Um, and then I, I really don't know what happens after that. I don't know what it looks like after that. I think it's I think competing for the first time will tell me, do I want to continue to compete? Do I want to um, still just implement some sort of powerlifting piece and then go back to working on hypertrophy or aesthetics? I don't know. Regardless, I will tell you this, you're not fired. All right, I'm holding on to you. Um, I can eat. No. <laughs> no more ice cube soup sandwiches. Um, so, yeah, I mean, go ahead. You look like you're about to say something. Uh, so, I mean, my, my thought was what is the next thing? Like you would have, I would start thinking about that. Like for me, it's, it's obviously the next competition. It's the next record. It's the next number for Josh, for me. Yeah. What is it for you? Like you're going to do a meet. Okay. Let's, let's not worry about the timeline right now. Like it's six months, it's six years. Like who cares? Yeah. What's the next thing? Like, where do you go from there? And that's a good question. I, I think, I think doing my first meet will strong man. I feel like that's the exact opposite direction <laughs> I should go. <laughs> yeah, I, I will. Highland Games? I will strongly that's disagree bro, with. Strong that's interesting. If you're, if you're down for Highland Games, I will like legit sign up for one and do it. What, so, what is that? I, the, I don't know much about it. Uh, Scottish Games. Uh, Camber log throw. Uh, like they throw the telephone pole looking thing. Okay. Um, there's the. It's not strong, man. Quick shake in your yeah, damn head. It's called Highland Games. Um. Uh, the, I forget the other one. The you, hammer throw is one. Oh, hammer okay. throw, and then um, I think there's a third. I don't really remember. Okay, but you get to wear a kilt. Nice, it's awesome. See, that's rad. Any, yeah, any reason to wear a kilt, that's you cool. gotta take that. That's pretty rad. Mm. Do you? It's, have you seen Braveheart? That's pretty dope. Yeah, <laughs> that is pretty. Come rad. on now, come on now. <laughs> well, I didn't. Yeah. So your question, I think, was my question, and I think when I get on that that platform, when I get done, I think I'll. I think I'll know either way if it's, you know, do I want to compete again? This is a one-time thing. Is it in my head right now? Regardless if I compete more than once or if it's only once, mm -hmm. I really feel like powerlifting is going to be a a big piece within my training for the rest of my life. Yeah. As of right now, how I feel. I don't know. If I'm listening to this in 20 years and I'm, you know, I ended up, ended up doing CrossFit for the rest of my life or and, uh, dude, and you're like, you should have listened to Jenna. <laughs> um who knows? But yeah, so I don't know. It's a big question. And I, it's a big question right now. It's a big question mark. I think you'll fall in love with competing. Really? Meet days are fun, man. Like my, uh, the client I just had um, for this past weekend, uh, bending the bar for, did great, placed first in his division. He did really well. Uh, when we were prepping for the meet, he pretty much told me like, yeah, this is like, I just want to do one and just kind of see what it's about. Like I, I used to do bodybuilding and uh, that's the kind of stuff I like to do. I like I like feeling a pump. I like spending hours yeah. in the gym and sweating and working. And he did one meet, and he's like, "Bro, hooked." Like, when can I sign up again? When, okay. Like, when can we start training again? Okay. Yeah. Amanda, same way. Like, she yeah. came from bodybuilding. She competed at a couple shows. She's yeah. won multiple trophies. Uh, she competed last weekend. She's already like, when's my next one? Like, yeah, those lifts. She looked like, good. Those lifts look fantastic. She, dude, she went nine for nine. They, like, I haven't even done that. They went, they went up like without a hitch. Like, how are you going to do something in powerlifting? I haven't. <laughs> done. Come on. Yeah, your girl. Come on, <laughs> and she, she hasn't been powerlifting too long now. Let's not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's, uh, she's been doing great. I, I can't complain. She's, uh, it's, it's nice to have something that you can. Uh, you can compete against your significant other in. You can care about the same thing. It's, yeah. it's it's one thing that you can do so many things with and have so many emotions in. Um, like obviously, like I lift more weight than her. Yeah, we're obviously in different weight classes, but we can compete for a Wilkes. Right. So and explain what the Wilkes is. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Um, All right. Basically, it's just I mean you know the basic piece of it. Okay. Basically, Wilkes is your uh, gender. Um, your body weight and then total weight lifted and then there's some mathematic formula i don't know what it is and it gives you this number and whatever that number is is your wilkes yeah like a uh i have a right up a little over 400 which is like impressive sure yeah. like not i don't think it's impressive at all considering the number one dude in my weight class has a 600 wilkes yeah which is the highest in human history but whatever right. um yeah so and it's a, it's a number you can compete for for right. genders yeah and yeah so in 
I mean, you pretty much defined it, but I want to I want to drag it out and make it more complicated than it has to be. <laughs> so basically, if if Jenna and Josh, you know, went and competed, it would sort of define. Sure, Josh lifted six hundred pounds and Jenna lifted two hundred pounds, but f- like you said, because of uh, she's a female, because mm-hmm. of her weight, because of her age, because of all those pieces, whatever the I don't think what, age plays a factor. Okay, it's gender and weight. Okay, mm-hmm. so whatever those pieces are, it basically figures out. All right, is Jenna really stronger than yeah. Josh? So interesting. That's how they can pick like best overall lifter. Uh-huh. Even I mean, you could have a a super heavyweight lifter and then a like 123 lifter yeah. and the super heavyweight sh- should lift more right. total and on all three of his lifts in the 123 but if it's you know within a couple hundred pounds you're like wait hold on yeah he has like 200 pounds body weight on him right that's when you know wilkes comes in yeah yeah hmm. interesting w-i-l-k-s for okay. anyone who wants to research that. want to look that up um i mean that was that was the that was the gist of the podcast i mean yeah I mean, anything else you got, babe? Let me talk about the takeaways from this conversation, those of you who have stuck this out. I don't know if you guys can tell or not, but there's a bit of a comical spin on <laughs> her voice right now. If you're new to this podcast, you'll know that there's a little bit of smart smart acidness coming with this. I'm Go always serious. Go no, but <laughs> um, I think not giving up or not making an injury or a limitation if you want to see it that way an excuse to not be active to not push push yourself um you know you're aware of your body your body is different than everyone else's everyone has certain limitations whether it's mentally or physically or whatever um and i think that you can always find a way to be healthy to be fit to be active and do something that you love even if it's maybe not to the extent that you would want to do it ideally um where there's a will there's a way kind of sorry no no yeah go ahead off that real quick there the no excuses thing uh there's a guy on instagram pitbull r-u-h-l his name's zach rule it's the dude with no legs yeah like benches in actual competitions like Dude doesn't have legs, yep. bro. Yep, exactly. And it's that's what's so. That, I think that's what's so important that that I sort of was reaching and trying to figure out. That's that important piece. And I'm not a miraculous human being for doing it, but I think it it creates clarification for someone out there that's listening right now. Of you know, if you ran across this situation, I think it's really important to ask the question: Why would I continue to powerlift, or why would I not continue to powerlift? Let's say that I was like, I just don't like powerlifting. And now this injury, yeah, I'm gonna hang it up because I just this isn't my thing, and I, you know, like, but there's a piece of me that that really truly enjoys powerlifting, and then you know, I want to I want to continue doing it as of right now. So, you know, again, I, I think asking yourself the correct questions as to why you would continue something or why you wouldn't continue something, and not using it as a cop out, just like what just like you said. So you're saying you can apply that to any aspect of your life, not just physical. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, what? look at this philosopher. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Now he's a philosophizer. That's mind-blowing. <laughs> um, I, th- I think the other thing that we really haven't uh, elaborated on is the fact that you did all of the things that you did before you got to the doctor. So by the time you get to the doctor, because it took that amount of time to get to your primary, to schedule an MRI, then to get the MRI results, and then to get to the surgeon. Yeah. You weren't just sitting there twiddling your thumbs no. going, the doctor's got all the answers. Nope. Like you did all of those things to where everything that she suggested, you had already checked off of your yeah, list. Yeah, 100%. Um, and there's no excuse to not have done that um, with information at your fingertips, um, you know, you found all of those things you did all the things that you should do and by the time you got to your appointment there was really nothing left to do yeah that's why you know that's that's why you know pain management was the next option now you know like you said i think there's even more things that can be can be done but you know the basic pieces that Mm -hmm. you know um and i think someone out there would be like well you know you have fitness knowledge and you have nursing knowledge or healthcare knowledge I, I would have figured that out. You you got Google, folks. You yeah. got Google. So if that's mm-hmm. your excuse, that's not. I think the best thing you did during that little like eight to ten week time frame was go to physical therapy, 
pay out of pocket or yeah. pay, like if you did That's charge what, it to your insurance mm-hmm. like, no, yeah it was out of pocket yeah pay out of pocket and then go see the doctor yeah because nine times out of ten the first thing the doctor is going to do is say physical therapy that's what Amanda then said. They're going to come back with pain management yep. or surgery. That's exactly so, what Amanda said. She said, make sure you say yep, you make went sure to PT. You tell them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, it, and I'll, I'll be honest, like it, it was, it was rough, dude. Mm-hmm. Like the pain was, I mean, I remember like in the peak of it, you would like, like if, if, if I could take something, like I would take it. Like if there was yeah. like something I could take to just right. make this stop, like yeah. whatever I would. And yeah, if, if you're definitely at that point, yeah, yeah it needs to be addressed, but yeah, I don't know. yeah, <laughs> that's, no, that's but it was, it was, it was, it was rough. I was in tears and this podcast is 100% not to be like, Oh, poor Matt. That that's the opposite of what I want. I, yeah, I, I, I can personally tell you, he never felt sorry for himself like no. during this whole process. I like, I wouldn't have let that stood Hell no. anything first of all. And I, I hope that it rings true with somebody out there. Like, you know, you, like take this shit and 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 go with it. Like, again, I'm happy this shit happened. This makes me adapt. This makes me grow. Um, so I hope this struck a chord with somebody. Forty minutes. That was a damn good podcast. Good job, y'all. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. Um, hell, we'll probably have you on the next podcast, Josh. Who the hell knows? <laughs> it's my I, chair. This yeah, point, uh, I'll just be phasing out. <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. We need your smart acid in this area. We, we need like the the oh, what's the right word here? The stable person. Yes. Because we're both like ADD and out there. Yep, Granted, it's, it's like different different parks, but like, <laughs> you know. Different parks. Different parts, but, <laughs> but we're out there. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. All right. Anything else for the wrap up? I think that's it. Yeah, that was a good one. Y'all have anything else? Can I be honest, though, before we go? I, I wasn't sure how this conversation was going to go. Like, I knew sort of what was in your head, Jenna. And I don't know what I expected you to say. I, I, I didn't expect you to be like, Fuck that. You just need to get under a barbell for the rest of your life. I didn't expect that because you've always been no. safe. I've, n- I've never been at the gym and been like, I'm questioning Josh. Yeah. Like, it was never it. But I don't know what I expected. When you immediately said, you know, maybe pushing it out to a year, I was immediately like, that's when you know you got a damn good trainer, when the trainer is listening, when they're putting mm-hmm. the safety first. So Because, no. I mean, that's what it, like, you're not, and this is like no offense to you or anything, like, you're never going to be the best power lifter in the world. Yeah. So, like, it, it you don't have to have that that mindset of you know I have to like you don't have to be obsessed with it right like I am like sure. I, I'm not going to be the best in the world I know that but I'm obsessed yeah you don't have to have that piece so let's take time let's let's figure out everything we can yeah to make sure that we prolong this from ever happening again yep it's gonna mm-hmm. happen yeah let's prolong it yeah. and let's perhaps build up enough around it to make it as minimal as possible yeah. when that day does come yeah mm-hmm. exactly. Did I say what you thought I was going to say? No. Um, I knew you would be supportive, but I really I really thought you were just going to be like, uh, I think it's time to hang it up. Um, I thought that's what you I really, I, I really did. Before we got on, she was like, all right, let's go ahead and talk about this shit. Let's get it over with. <laughs> I was like, okay, she's pissed. All right. <laughs> and, and again, hats off to, to you, Jenna. You have never, ever, ever told me you can't do something, you shouldn't do something. You have always been 1000 percent. how can i fucking help you're not a cheerleader you're the linebacker you're like you're always you're always there with awesome words so i appreciate it yeah the last time i told you no you fell off a jet ski that's an act i don't know if we've ever mentioned that so what i i know you that's how you originally fucked this up it, like yeah Okay. Did she tell you not to ride the jet ski? Okay, so this is wait, the wait, story. wait, 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 oh, wait. God. Let's start here. So this is this is good. No, no, no. <laughs> you gonna do it to me? Jenna's ADD moment. All of our ADD moments. <laughs> <laughs> you thought the podcast was over? <laughs> Hell no. Part two, baby. Okay, so we were out. Um, wait, before you start in that, I want to mention this. When I first started, when I first got into fitness, I was 19 years old. And I was bench pressing way too much. I remember this when it happened. Bench pressing, couldn't get it up, couldn't get it up. Twisted my neck like this and then pushed back on the actual bench. That's the first time I ever had any sort of neck pain. I believe that that's where the initial fracture happened. Go ahead. So we were having a good day out on the jet ski. We were, uh, what were we doing? What's that called? Why is the... Wait, 
uh, wakeboarding. Wakeboarding. Thank you. Sorry, that word was escaping my mind. And we were going underneath a bridge, and every time we went under this bridge, when Matt was wakeboarding, he tried to get as close to the pilings as he could. And we were going. This was a like a supercharged jet ski, and we we were going like sixty miles an hour. Okay. And Matt is six zero, not sixteen. Yeah. The yeah. first time Matt has ever wakeboarded. First of all, no, 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 no. I'd wakeboarded like once or twice before that. Okay, that makes it so much better. And he's getting close enough, going sixty miles an hour. We were doing sixty underneath there, thirty knots. Um, that. that he's enough about the wind. Go ahead. Brushing the side of the, the piling. I was trying to just. I was trying to graze it. A little touch. That's all. Why? Because why? Because life. Why not? Because lo- homie, that thing supports a bridge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hundreds of thousands of pounds. I was just gonna. I was that. just gonna graze it. All right. Yeah, I didn't. So say it was he kept doing it, and we were all upset with matt so we had gone out to this little island and we just had the jet ski so it took a couple trips to get everybody out there and get all of our crap out there so uh, we were packing it up for the day and i came in with a bunch of our stuff and um i grabbed the wakeboard with me because matt wanted to wakeboard on the way in to like get his one last little run and well i took the wakeboard and we took off so then he couldn't wakeboard in i was pissed yeah. So, um, you don't take a grown man's toy because I was being, I was being <laughs> in that moment. I was being told, no, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah, you don't, yeah. Well, and it wasn't just my I decision know, either. Like the other two guys that we were with, they were like, take, take the wakeboard. He doesn't need to be doing this. It wasn't just me that was and upset. It, I know it came from a place of love and all that horse shit. Go ahead. Um, so, uh, Craig drives the jet ski and it's kind of around a corner. So I couldn't see the Island where they were okay. from the dock. And, but I could hear the jet ski. Mm-hmm. So a couple minutes goes by and I hear it like ripping through the water. Like, okay. We were doing 60 at that point. Yeah. It was fast as hell. And then I hear the motor like cut down and then go the other way. And I was like, the hell are they doing? And then here comes Craig, like coming in hot, like comes up on. Beach that bitch. Yeah. Put and then Matt, the sand. Matt falls off the jet ski and, um, he was filming it, and what had oh, happened... Wait, wait, before we go, if you guys want to see this video, yes. just drop me a comment. Yes. Uh, by the way, if you're listening to this on uh, uh, Google Play, uh, Apple, wherever you're listening to it, Spotify, there's also a video of this of this podcast right here in the link below. Click it, and you can check it out. If you, I, wanna, I want you to leave a comment. If you want me to release the footage of me actually with this, I filmed every uh-huh. bit of it. Oh yeah, God. thank God. You still had your helmet on because he had the GoPro on top yeah. of the helmet. Yeah, and, I, didn't, I didn't have the GoPro on the helmet. But, I mean, he had, he had been. That's why he was wearing a helmet. Yeah. Um, and he had his life, life jacket, jacket on. Mm-hmm. So they went under the bridge, and Matt just said, they were filming, and he says, bye. And then he just jumps up and lets go, and he hits the water. And you can see the back of his neck hits the water first. It was bad. It was bad. Knocked him out. Knocked yeah. the padding out, out of his helmet. Ripped the padding out of the helmet. Um, he it, woke up floating. The thing was snug to yeah. my, but ripped it out. Um, and couldn't feel his arms. Lost feeling of arms. Knocked me so, out. Had no. I woke up. I woke up and I was looking at the top of that bridge and I was like, "Damn, ah, that shit wasn't good." And then I was like, I thought my arms had been ripped off because mm-hmm. I couldn't feel them, and because I was looking up and I was like, "Ooh, my neck hurts." Ooh. And then I looked down and I was like, "Okay, my arms are attached," and I was, I was just like. Uh, you know, I just, I got the, I got the wind knocked out of me, mm-hmm. you know, just rub some dirt on it. Go ahead. Yeah. So they come flying up, beach the jet ski, Matt falls off and I'm like, what the hell happened? And I was so mad because we had already gone back and forth about the stupid wakeboard that it wasn't even a thought in my head. Like when you stood up and you're kind of stumbling around, I just thought they were going so fast. You know how, like when you hit your skin against the water really fast, you get that yeah. kind of like, like that tingling yeah i just thought that's yeah what it was we went to dinner <laughs> yeah no we still again i was like bro i'm good i just knocked out the wind knocked out and of me matt's like laying in the booth next to us and you're a nurse at this point right? no 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 uh, no, no, okay. no. <laughs> I, I think i was nurse. parking cars at that point oh, um yep. and i was just so mad yeah and that night <laughs> um i was just i was so mad because it it was we were young enough in our relationship where we like argued like that of like i took the weight board he wanted it back he jumped off the jet ski i was mad at you it was very much proving a point of like tell me what the fuck i'm gonna do or yeah. what i'm not gonna do i'm yeah. jumping the, jumping off this bitch yeah and then my my 
mentality back was serves you right dumbass <laughs> so um i remember even i was still so mad at you like you woke me up in the middle of the night that 1 night 1 a.m and you were like i'm in so much pain i'm driving myself to the hospital yep and um i was like good luck and i rolled back over went <laughs> cold-blooded <laughs> damn yeah <sighs> yeah so i got yep. there and uh i won't say what er i went to but they're like yeah you look great they sent yeah. me home with some lore tab Did yeah. start with a w no uh um so yeah and it ended up the next day um we called in a favor and had a neurosurgeon look at the ct and had him direct admitted to the hospital yep he put, but, me, put me on a neuro floor overnight i was put in a, a collar mm -hmm. miami j for First, a month yeah <laughs> For a month luckily i didn't yeah. have to have surgery i was still i was so mad at you that's when we were repainting the house there's pictures of us oh yeah um i would go to work because you were out of you were out of work for, for a month for yeah four or six weeks and um i would paint the edges and matt could could do the roller <laughs> there's like, pictures he sent me of him painting the walls because i would be so mad when i left i'd be like you are sitting on your ass all day this is your fault go paint while i'm at work <laughs> for the record my the numbness and tingling stopped you know probably when i was released from the hospital you know it, it wasn't like i don't but have you had it a, you had it intermittently yeah for a, for a good while. couple of years yeah so um, whenever i felt that numbness and tingling because of like the gym and all that like that's when i was like ooh, something something's not right yeah that's and for those that don't know when you fall off a jet ski or a boat or jump off of a bridge uh the water is not soft it's it is like mm -hmm. landing on concrete that it you is go a solid yeah it, mm -hmm. it, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. matt yeah. learned that mm. uh, yeah. in high school another little add moment you ain't got that. No. <laughs> Press school, the button. Uh, we, there's a, a bridge in Seminole, Alabama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that everybody used to go jump off yep. of. Like you can park your car on the side of the road and like jump off the bridge, yeah. walk back up, get in your car, whatever. Well, we took the boat one day and like beached the boat, hopped up on on the shore and like walked up, jumped off the bridge. The girl we were with at the time, uh, it was a girl my buddy was dating. She was special. <laughs> uh, yeah, special. She was really pretty, but she was special. Um <laughs> She jumped off and thought it would be a good idea to land on like her butt, like Ooh. like an L. Yeah, fall. Yeah, uh, pretty sure she fractured her tailbone. We had to like, whoa. She hit the water and came up and said she couldn't feel her legs and was drawn, like went back down. So we all three jumped in after her. Jesus. Yeah, it was it was not pretty. Like pull her in the boat. Yeah, man. Mm -hmm. It it hurt. Yeah, be it careful. Hurt. Yep, it sucks. Again, if you guys want to see that video, I know I have it somewhere. I have a YouTube channel, another YouTube channel where it's buried but uh i'll i'll release that if you guys want to see it but i guess that's it i really appreciate you guys that was a, actually that was a really good podcast it mm -hmm. went much different than i thought it was going to go to be honest i thought this was a setup sort of god <laughs> <laughs> for what i don't know it's like if i knew my shit or like you're like <laughs> like, like so so what is this yeah what is this what, is what this do this i do fracture mean what did this <laughs> mri mean josh I d I you <laughs> fucked him up i don't know <laughs> I, just, I just lift things that's all i do <laughs> All right, that's I it. I pick things up and I put them down. Yeah, thank you, Planet Fitness. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's it. That was fantastic. Thank you guys so much. Do me a flavor. If you felt this podcast, if you enjoyed it, subscribe to this podcast. That that helps a podcast grow as well as leaving a comment. Whether it's positive or negative, we would truly appreciate it. But, but subscribe to it because we release an episode every Tuesday and here lately every Friday as well. So thank you so much for being here. We truly appreciate you. We'll see you next week. This has been the Better Than Yesterday Everyday Podcast. We want to thank you for listening and invite you to subscribe to the show as well and follow Matt Lane Fitness on YouTube. Until next time, you don't have to be perfect. Just be better than yesterday every day. Every day. That was a good one. Every day. Dumbass.